Hello church, this is Matthew chapter 17. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son, who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone and they saw only Jesus. As they went back down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Then his disciples asked him, why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to get everything ready, but I tell you, Elijah has already come, but he wasn't recognised and they chose to abuse him, and in the same way they will also make the Son of Man suffer. Then the disciples realised he was talking about John the Baptist. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water, so I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. After they gathered again in Galilee, Jesus told them, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead, and the disciples were filled with grief. On their arrival in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house, but before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people or the people they have conquered? They tax the people they have conquered, people, Peter replied. Well then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. There is so much we could unpack from this chapter, but I'm going to focus on the first part. It comes about a week after he had told his disciples that he would be killed but would be raised to life again three days later, see chapter 16. So what is the purpose of this event? 
Perhaps these disciples in particular needed a fresh revelation of who Jesus is in order to shore up their belief in him. Perhaps, as we read, we too need a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. What we do know is that they saw Jesus' glory as his appearance changed. It was still recognisably Jesus, but dazzlingly bright, echoes of Daniel 7 and Ezekiel 1. As if that wasn't enough, Moses, representing the law, and Elijah, representing the prophets, then pitched up and started chatting to Jesus. Both Moses and Elijah had died hundreds of years earlier, yet here they were. I wonder what they were talking about. Peter then went into practical mode and suggested building shrines to all three. Perhaps he was so excited he didn't quite know what to do with himself, much like a small child in the run-up to Christmas. I can certainly relate. I mean, who wouldn't want to spend more time in the presence of Jesus and two of the most significant people in the story of God's people? But God then spoke from a bright cloud. God doesn't show his face, which fits with the times when he revealed himself in the Old Testament. This fact would not have been lost on the disciples. It is only at this point that the disciples fall to the ground, face down, as this manifestation of God overwhelms them. Let's pause for a moment and consider these questions. Who do we believe Jesus to be? A great teacher? A lawgiver? The Son of God? What is our response to Jesus? When was the last time we were overwhelmed by God? Have we ever been overwhelmed and blown away by God? God's words as he spoke from the cloud are words we need to pay attention to as well. God reminds the disciples that Jesus really is the Son of God, the only begotten Son, and sets him above the law and prophets. He then says, listen to him. Listen to the words of Jesus. Everything, the law and the prophets, point to Jesus Indeed, when the disciples got up again, they saw only Jesus, who said of himself that he had come to fulfill the law and the prophets. So, when was the last time you properly listened to Jesus? This morning? Yesterday? Last month? If we are to see more of the glory of Jesus in our everyday, we must take the time to listen to Jesus and to put his words into action. If you're not sure how to hear from him, start now by simply asking Jesus, what do you want to say to me? And wait for an answer. He will speak, perhaps through a scripture verse, maybe a picture, maybe through something very ordinary. If it's in line with the character of Jesus as revealed in the Bible, then it's probably him. Listen to him. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you because you are who you say you are. You are the Son of God, full of glory and truth. As we go through our day to day, give us ears to listen to what you are saying to us and to put that into action to bring about more of your kingdom in our lives and the people and places we inhabit. Amen. Amen.